0: Let us pray. Others said that it is Elias, and others said that it is a prophet or one of the prophets. Mark 6:15. Through the life of John the Baptist, I see that the ultimate sign of a life well lived is to say that no matter where I end up, I can with full confidence say that I lived and represented Christ in everything I did in the face of persecution, I will praise you. In the face of ridicule, I will praise you. Even when my head is on the chopping block and I could lose everything, I know that in Jesus, he'll restore what the enemy has stolen from me. My strength comes from the fact that Jesus conquered sin and death. And because he did, Conquering the trials and obstacles on the journey to my destiny is a given. For greater is he who is in me than he that is in the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. Continue your time with God by listening to today's Bible story. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com
3: John the Baptist In our last story, Jesus healed a man who had been lame and sick for over 38 years. The man had been sick for so long that he lost all hope of being healed. More so, he fell into a cycle of bitterness. He felt helpless, alone, and angry at the world. Yet one moment with Jesus changed his life forever, and the Pharisees continued to hate him for his mighty works. Now, we learn about the fate of John the Baptist. The man who prepared the way of Jesus meets a bitter end. However, John's story does not end without hope. It ends with a promise, inspired by the Gospels.
4: Hello, this is Jack Graham with today's episode of The Bible in a Year. Thank you for joining us. In yesterday's episode, we heard how Jesus healed a man who was crippled and helpless. Even hopeless. Years of being overlooked by society and left alone to fend for himself had left this man stuck and bitter, plagued with a sense of scarcity and hopelessness. But Jesus changed it all with his words of healing and comfort. Still, the religious crowd, led by the Pharisees, hated Jesus for challenging their tight fisted rule over the people's hearts. Today, we'll discover how John the Baptist's earthly story ends. This man who heralded the coming of the Messiah will die at the hands of an evil, hateful king and his wife. Let's listen to the word of God now.
3: Blood sprayed across the stone walls of John's jail cell. Herod's guards drove their fists into his stomach, then across his head. John's grunts echoed through the prison halls as they relentlessly beat him. He fell to the floor, unable to prop himself up. Before he could take a breath, a guard's foot went upward and cracked a few of his ribs. He screamed in agony and closed his eyes. All he could hear were the guards leaving his jail cell. Then all went black. John had been captured by Herod. He was taken because he called out against Herod, who stole his brother's wife, Herodias. Out of anger, Herod captured John to silence him. So he wrought in his cell until Herod decided what to do with him. Even though John was captured, Herod still feared him. He knew that he was a righteous man, and John held the quiet strength of a prophet. However, Herodias, Herod's stolen wife, teemed with hatred against him. She wanted his head rolling off his shoulders. She wanted him hung from his own entrails. Her contempt for him ran deep. It was Herod's birthday. And a large party was held in his honor Drinks flowed endlessly And Herod grew loud and boisterous Herodias watched Herod laugh among his friends She knew that he was in prime condition to manipulate Herodias sent out her daughter A beautiful young woman to dance before Herod and his guests She moved sensually to the erotic music Herod locked his gaze onto her young hips He was mesmerized and aroused Dull of thinking, Herod blurted out, "'Ask me anything!' His words slurred and his cheeks blushed. "'Ask me anything and I will do it. I will give you up to half my kingdom.' The room was hot and the daughter moved sensually towards Herod. Her fingers wrapped around a few strands of his hair. She leaned her lips closely towards Herod's ear and whispered, "'Give me the head of John the Baptist.' Herod's eyes widened at the request. Her words sobered him. He looked at his friends. They were expecting him to keep his word. Additionally, he thought there may be a chance for him to sleep with his stepdaughter. Out of embarrassment, drunkenness, and foolishness, Herod sent for his men to execute John. John's cell doors opened abruptly. He saw the silhouette of two guards holding chains and an axe. John sighed deeply. He knew it was time. He stood to his feet and walked towards them. They bound him and drug him out to the back of the palace. John thought about his life and purpose. He had proclaimed and prepared the way of Jesus. Thousands had followed him and then left him to follow the Messiah. As John was shoved to his knees, he remembered the words he once spoke on the Jordan River. He must increase and I must decrease. The words held much more weight now. As John's head was shoved under the cold stone table, He thought about the Christ. His joy was complete, and his purpose was fulfilled. Death would be a welcomed friend, for the one who came after him would prove death to be powerless. He would strip away its sting, and life everlasting would follow. John smiled, closed his eyes, and allowed the axe to fall on his neck. John's head was handed to Herodia on a silver platter. Her pupils widened at the sight of it. However, the momentary pleasure was replaced with sickness. She thought John the Baptist was the source of her embarrassment and shame. However, looking at his lifeless head laying on a platter offered her no solace. She still felt empty. Her revenge fell flat, as all revenge does. Her soul would not be satisfied, and her sins would eventually find her out. The next day, John's friends gathered his body and laid it in a tomb. Months had passed, and Jesus' name had become so well known that even Herod's servants were talking about him. He heard of his miracles and words of power. Herod's heart raced, for he had a feeling that Jesus was John himself risen from the dead. It was wrong, of course. John was buried into dirt and would not raise again. However, Jesus would one day die, and unlike John, he would rise again. He would rise above the sting of death. He would rise above the power of sin and darkness. He would rise where all men fell, and those who believed in him would rise with him.
4: Today's reading begins in a prison cell. John the Baptist, the prophet who foretold the coming Messiah, had angered the Jewish ruler, King Herod. This was the son of the maniacal Herod the Great who tried to have an infant Jesus killed. And like his father... This Herod was not opposed to spilling the blood of those who challenged him or spoke out against him. And that's precisely what John the Baptist had done. He'd called out Herod for stealing his own brother's wife, a wicked woman named Herodias. The rule of these two and their persecution of John is reminiscent of some of Israel's evil kings and queens, like Ahab and Jezebel. They had no regard for men of God, so as John sat in a cell, they were still not satisfied. He needed to be disposed of, canceled. But Herod was also fearful of the people who loved John, so he was reluctant to have him killed. His wife, Herodias, however, had no interest in such caution. So she hatched a plan, an evil plot, to ensure that John would be put to death. She sent her daughter, Salome, to dance for Herod and his court on his birthday. Herod, surely intoxicated from his partying, was pleased with Salome's dance and vowed to give her whatever she asked. This is always a dangerous promise to make, and Herod would soon regret his offer. For at her mother's direction, she made her request. She wanted the head of John the Baptist on a platter. And so John— after having served God's purpose for him on earth, went quietly into death that day. His head was cut off without any ceremony or dignity for this man of God. But there is no doubt that when he entered eternity, he was in the presence of God immediately, rejoicing in heaven, and heard the words, Well done, good and faithful servant. He had announced and made a way for the coming of the Lord, the Messiah, Jesus, who was going to take away the sins of the world. In Matthew 14, verses 13 to 14, here's what we read. Now, when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a desolate place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. And When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Jesus mourned the death of his forerunner and friend and family member, John the Baptist. This man had meant so much to the Lord Jesus, and though he isolated himself in grief for a while, he soon saw the need of the people who followed him. Christ had compassion and mercy upon each one. It's another sign of God's unending grace and mercy, and his willingness to hear and answer the cries of his people. You see, Jesus is God, and in his deity he can heal. He is also man. In his humanity he had compassion for people. So as God and man, he loved each one. Jesus knew that soon he also would die. He would be killed, crucified, and Herod himself would also have a hand in it. But unlike John, whose body remained in the ground, Jesus would rise victorious, conquering sin and death as the Savior, the Redeemer of all who would call upon his name. John's life was well lived because he fulfilled his purpose— he served with courage and boldness and faithfulness all the way to heaven. Oh, that the same might be said of each of us as we live and die and then experience the eternal reward of our Savior and our God. Dear Lord, we thank you for the tremendous example of John the Baptist and how his bold, courageous, faithful life shows us how to live and how to die. May we live in your grace and may we die in your peace. And all along, may we fulfill your purpose for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. You can download the Pray.com app and make Bible study and prayer the priority of your life. And if you appreciate this podcast, please share it with someone else. I also want to encourage you to go to jackgraham.org. That's jackgraham.org, for we have resources that are free and available for you so that you may know Christ and grow in him. Let me also invite you to something very special with myself and my wife, Deb, as we are planning two trips in 2024. One is to Israel, departing April the 1st, to go to the land of the Bible and to walk where Jesus walked. It's a trip of a lifetime. And then An Alaskan cruise adventure in the summer of 2024, in which we will have wonderful times of friendship and fellowship. We'll have worship services and experiences around God's word and seeing the wonders of God's creation. So two opportunities in 2024 to travel with us to Israel or to Alaska or both. You can go to Prestonwood.org for information. God bless you.
0: This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality.
1: Welcome to the Pre-News Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we will unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed and transformed. Listen to Prey News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.
2: little hands and minds can start learning anytime the good and the beautiful gives you everything you need to spark a love of lifelong learning give your preschoolers engaging hands-on material built on high academic standards and wholesome values find a variety of free resources and affordable curriculum to ignite your child's curiosity start your journey now at goodandbeautiful.com the good and the beautiful bring home a love of learning